This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Next up on the Mutual Audio Network, fiction from our future. Welcome to Jabberwocky Audio Theater. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you. Visit our website at jabberaudio.com slash support to learn more or go to patreon.com slash team jabberwocky. The following audio theater is rated ADPG, so parental guidance is suggested. Throughout history, there has always been a chasm between the bulk of humanity and the enigmatic circle who hold true dominion. Those whose influence remains shrouded, save for the rare instances when their designs cross into the outside world. Justin Dollars, below budget allocation. Nice to hear, Mr. King. All too rare an occurrence. (laughs) Indeed, Miss Rook. With that concluded, I move to close old business. All in favor? Aye. So moved. Moving on to new business. Mr. Queen, where do we stand on Operation Repatriation? The full timeline is detailed in the briefing document on your screens. Some minor deviations at phase one, but for the most part, we are within projections. I didn't know we were expecting deviations at this stage. I'd be careful to avoid any cascade effect. We did run into some unanticipated complications, Ms. Knight. But projections did anticipate the possibility of instability. Mr. Bishop? Approximately 7% chance of deviation. Certainly enough to absorb alternative arrangements, Mr. Queen. How does this affect expenditures? Since our outlay was limited, liability is minimized. At this stage, we are almost budget neutral. Other than any cleanup of operational assets, no? Yes, but if you look at the original briefing sheet, that was planned from the start. Moreover, as it happens, that may not fall entirely to our team. How so? We'll need to see how events proceed, but several of our pawns are expected to neutralize each other. Very well. Moving on to related business, how are we addressing the Lucas Challenge? Should all proceed according to plan. Far removed from the clinical calculations of this council, the real-world repercussions of their schemes play out with dramatic results. Jabberwocky Audio Theatre presents Quorum, The Gambler's Tale. Tonight's presentation, Outstanding Debts, Episode 1. Okay, give me a second. Yeah, that screaming idiot's me. Needless to say, you're not exactly catching me at my best here. I swear, I- I'm trying to start at the beginning, but I keep coming back to this point. Well, Mr. Harmon, I suppose congratulations are in order. You have my undivided attention. Hit him again. <laughs> 
Believe me, I'd rather be talking about pretty much anything at this point. Really, any situation where a car battery is hooked up safely within a car's engine instead of... Well, I'll spare you the specifics. That'll be a winner in my book. I'd like to say we can keep at this amusing diversion all night. But to be honest, my patience is fairly well expended. So, Mr. Harmon, you answer one question, and we can both end the evening happier. Where's my property? I, I, I swear, there isn't any. What was it? I don't know where... True to nature. Once again, you insist on forcing my hand. Continue, Alphonse. <laughs> this is just getting awkward. I never claimed to be a hero, but still, you hope you'll handle yourself better when it comes down to it, you know? Can't picture John McClane pissing himself around now, huh? Oh, my name's Jimmy, by the by. Let's see if I can start over. Okay, I'll see you and raise you. No, no, no string raises. You just called. What are you talking about? House rules are house rules. You get one move. Don't get to waffle. Uh, pay attention, Jimmy. Uh, sure thing. Okay, that's better. Now, what was I? Ah, like I said, my name's Jimmy. James Hong. Sophomore year at William & Mary, I started playing poker with a bunch of upperclassmen. Mostly Texas Hold'em. I'm all in. What? Uh, hey, you might want to slow down, Jimmy. Action's done. You just said rules are rules, no take-backs. All right? A call. All in. Next time, be more careful betting against two pairs. This time, I figured enough to know a 6-10 straight beats two pairs. What the hell? <laughs> Kid's got a knack. I'm just paying attention, like you said. Here endeth the lesson. Grab another beer, Jimmy. I took to it quickly. My math background helped. They thought I'd be easy money, but I ended up raking in a lot of beer money that year. More than beer money. <laughs> hey, Jimmy, you coming out to the cigarette party? Perry said his sister's gonna show up. Nah, I'm in the middle of a tournament here. Whatever. You're lost. Playing computer games. Mid to late 2000s were a boom time for poker, but nobody predicted just how big online poker would be. They say poker's about reading your opponent, and that's true as far as it goes. But the big revelation was you didn't need to see your opponent to read them. The biggest hints, or tells, aren't in how the player acts, but how they bet. Oh yes. Boom! You are out, my friend. In real life, you can only play against, say, nine players at any one time. But online, long as I had a decent-sized monitor, I could do six games at once. Just keep track of the bets my opponents were making and make split-second decisions about how to play. It's a science, running numbers and acting quickly. Next year, two semesters shy of a BBA in finance, and I was out. I like to say it was all my decision, but looking back, I guess I wasn't devoting much time to my actual schoolwork. It just wasn't enticing. I was making way more than some random CPA out of school. A few weeks later, and I was set up in L.A. Because why not? Trade mid-Atlantic humidity for Southern California sunshine. Also, there was a girl, Robin, but that's a longer story. For what you'd think is a solitary activity, it was amazing how many friends I made in the next few years. Uh, largely virtual, but I also went for the occasional live tournament. Mostly local card rooms, but I'd head to Vegas when I could. That's where I discovered the world of backing. People with cash to burn stake you for a share of your winnings. They mostly went for name players, but you could also find people who'd back online plays so long as you could show reliable winning stats. 
But for someone in my position, those people weren't always as easy to find. What the hell? Things were fantastic for a while. Account suspended? You've got to be kidding me. How the hell did they... Oh, son of a bitch. Right up until the moment they weren't. Hey, hot damn. Man, jeez, bring your bucket over here. Hey, those are mine, lady. Come on. Let me see a seven. Hold on these, will you, sweetheart? No, on the dice. Oh, that's nice, too. Which brings us to Las Vegas. Sin City, Glitter Gulch, Lost Wages. Or as you might say, my new home. This was April of 2011. Big month in the world of professional poker. In case you follow that stuff. Black, black, damn. Honey, quick, give me another hundred. I swear, I'm cracking the pattern. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Back in the 90s, the suits tried to rebrand Vegas as a family destination. But once the casinos realized families were less likely to gamble, that plan went out the window. Last gasp was when the big water park shut down a few years back. So now it was back to being a strictly adult entertainment mecca. How much is that? The bet is $1,950. Ah, uh, nope. Not this hand. Fold. I still had my place in L.A., but thanks to my unfortunate financial situation, things had become a lot tighter lately. Bet is to you, sir. All right. Nobody gets rich being timid. Let's play. Ooh, nice one, honey bear. There's more to the backstory than that, but in a nutshell, I'd been spending a lot more time fleecing rubes in live cash games lately, which is a hell of a lot more tedious than playing six tables at once in the comfort of my own living room. Okay, bedroom. And the bet is 1950 to you, sir. Ah, uh, no worries, mate. I'm all in. Which may explain why I tended to get a little theatrical. And yeah, I know my accent sucks. Going over the top like that. <laughs> You're bluffing, ain't you? Trying to win the deuce seven prop bet, but got squat if I called you on it. <laughs> oh, oh, unless you made the straight. Ooh, you got him all figured out, sweetie. I knew we were gonna win big tonight. Have to pay to find out. Of course, the kicks you're holding. Wouldn't be surprised if you wanted to stay in. <sighs> Think you're such a mind reader? Hell, how much is it? Give me a count. Count is 12,240 total. Damn it. Ain't got enough behind to cover you. Hate playing with donkeys. Or hell, maybe you call them dingoes down where you come from. That what they do? Oh, I... I fold. Thanks heaps. So, you ain't holding the deuce seven? Bonza for me if I was, but not this hand, mate. You can feel good about keeping your folding cash safe for now. Buy yourself another fine hat like the one you got there. Positively ripper, that hat. What's going on, sweetums? How come you didn't bet? Did we lose all them chips? Now, either this some bitch also hit his straight on the river, or he's trying to hustle us. You hustling us? No, no, no need to win, Yank. You calling me a Yankee now? No, no call for drama, mate. We're just playing the game. You gave it a fair go. Then show what you got. Don't tell me you didn't have that queen. Damn well better have had that queen, else my trip kings were solid. The player is under no obligation. I ain't talking to... obligation. Common goddamn courtesy. You better watch out, little guy. My man can snap you in two. I seen him do it up in Reno one time. Ma'am, I'll have to ask you to please keep your comments civil. Afraid the cards are a paid privilege. Now, no need to get it mad as a cut snake. We've all done farewells. Truth. Here, let's get you another coldie. You worthless little! Is there a problem here, gentlemen? What's it to you? Whoa, you're a big feller. Will Archer, I'm the floorman. Just want to make sure everyone's having a good time. No misunderstanding. No, no, no problem at oh, all. Oh, hell yeah, there's a problem. This Australian some bitch is hustling me. All of us. Sir, 
You want to be careful with the accusations. Now, if there's a violation of casino or gaming rules, I'm happy to... Jimmy? Jimmy Harmon? Wait, I thought you said your name Good was... Day, Will. Long time no see. Lost weight? Must be two, three stone light from when I saw you last. Um, we're going to straighten this out. Pole House, cover me. And see to it this couple has an upgrade to their accommodations tonight. You cash out now. But I'm just... No, I said. Want me to get the pit manager? Fine, fine. Here, for your trouble. Good day, all. Thank you, sir. Sweet cheeks. We're getting an upgrade. Ooh, are we going to see all the pretty lights out our window? I want to look at the Eiffel Tower. Oh, honey, I told you before, you can't see the Eiffel Damn it, Tower. Will, what the hell are you doing? I'm on a seriously hot run. Saving your narrow ass. Fact we go back's the only thing stopping me from tossing you right out on the pavement. What the hell are you doing here, of all places? Jesus. I'm just playing a little poker. That is what I do. Since just when is... Just playing my ass. Think that goofball haircut's fooling anyone. Or the stupid-ass accent. Damn, might as well paste on a cheap mustache and mirror shades. Hey, I've been working on that accent since Hashem won the main event over Danneman back in 05. 7-3 off, then takes it with a 7-high straight over aces. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie! See, they get it. That was the first World Series of Poker I ever saw back in school. Freshman year, and I was just Damn it, starting you to... stop drawing attention to yourself? And what do you mean my haircut's goofball? It's not like you noticed me. Sure as hell did once you started making a scene. And I'm not motivated like everyone's favorite gangster, Ms. Salkovich. Oh, did you forget about her? Oh, damn. What? Just get behind me, dumbass. They're on to you. What? Who? Jeez, you really are big. Where the hell did you even get a jacket this size? Shut up. Excuse me. Coming through. Out of the way. He's back at the high stakes table. I know. Ferret with the goofy hair. Don't do anything dumb. Just need to catch him. All right. Move. Now. Here. Through zombie land. Can't believe they didn't see me. Good thing you are huge. Of course, so are those two. Who the hell are they anyway? Victoria's Muscle. Actually used to play against one of them back in school. Name of Wilmer Crick. Defensive lineman. Major ass hat back then, too. Only not so much armed. His buddy's Watson. Even nastier. That's possible. Through here, quick. Well, hey, easy. The Limelight Hotel and Casino, my current fishing hole, had seen better days. But somehow it managed to survive among its newer, more high-profile Vegas Strip neighbors. If you were the nostalgic type, it scored in having a touch of old Vegas appeal, but also more than its share of old Vegas characters. Should be clear for now. Damn, Jimmy! Do you live your whole life in denial? You're not immortal. There's cameras everywhere here, fool! Victoria may not run this place anymore, but she's still got a big damn interest in it. Half of securities on her direct payroll, as in off-the-books payroll. Get it? And knuckle-draggers couldn't find their asses with both hands. And me with my clever disguise, not goofball. Look, Will, Victoria's just ticked because my assets are locked. Soon as that's cleared, I'm flush. That's a damn crock. And if I know that, you can be sure Victoria does. Get your crap, get out of town. What? No way! Like I said, I'm hot! No, you're not. You're busted. Even if Victoria hasn't found you, sure as hell you're flagged. Damn lucky you could keep what you got so far. Runs over. Damn it, Will, I need this. What you need is to be gone now. Hell, I wouldn't even hit the cages at this point if I was you. Worry about that later. Son of a... Fine. I just gotta pop upstairs real quick. Tell me you are not dumb enough to be staying here. Shh, not under my own name. Christ, Jimmy. 
You know how many sorry chumps ended up with Matt's set of busted kneecaps underestimating Victoria? You need to get to the coast or whatever rock you're hiding under these days. Now, you have no idea what she's capable of. Don't worry, Will. On my way, consider me gone. Oh, uh, but before I leave town, I need to find Big Mike. I thought he'd be here. Seen him around? Big Mike Dalton? Why you want to drag him? Jesus. What? Oh, come on, you're not going to start with the evils of cigarette smoke lecture, are you? No, it's... You know, there's no smoking in the lobby. There's supposed to be a bunch of big-time investors coming through this week. Maybe a chance billionaire Benny Hazred's going to pay a visit. Whole staff is on... Jesus, will you quit waving that thing around? What are you... Wait, the lighter? You're not... Oh my god, you're... This freaks you out, doesn't it? Screw you! It does! Big guy like you. <laughs> Never would have pictured it. Watch out! Fire! There's a lot you don't know about me. And after what you pulled before you left last time, I wouldn't hold your breath finding out. Me and Emily got a place in Summerlin now. Working double shifts. Paying off a swimming pool. So I'm not about to get sucked into whatever drama you got going on this week. Seriously? You? A pool? Why? What do you mean, why? I just didn't think you'd be able to... Well, never mind. Oh, hell no. You are not saying a black man can't swim, are you? I happen to be a very good swimmer. What? No! I didn't think former linemen could swim. Jeez, can you even get your arms up over your head? I'm limber, man. Well, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sorry I brought it up. Anyway... I thought you had a woman to talk some sense into that thick skull of yours. Robin, isn't it? Where the hell is she in all this? Uh, we're not, uh... Well, we haven't talked in about two, three months now. Her father's got more than a little problem with his daughter's choice in men. Meaning you? Yeah, I can see that. Hey, a little friendly support here. Only so far I can go. All right. We managed to avoid the goon squad. Now get gone. But my stuff is... I'll figure out how to get it to you. Go! Now! Wait, so about Big Mike... What makes you think a veteran player like Mike Dalton wants to get dragged into your BS? Me and Big Mike go way back. Got to know each other after I knocked him out of the $3,000 horse event in the 09 series. Besides, he owes me after I staked him in last year's PLO event. Peeps owes me too, off a sick prop bet. But she's probably a lost cause. Who doesn't she owe? Whatever. Haven't seen Mike around lately. Most of the old guard's gone. But now that he's heading up the all-in poker site, he might be holding court at the Remington, off Fremont. They're taping a whole slew of those ring game poker TV shows this week. Thanks, Will. Do not be thanking me. My involvement ends here. No, oh, and I'm pretty sure Hashem won with Queens over tens. No way. You're thinking of Jamie Gold in 06. Started with Queen 9 off, then paired on the flop with... Will? Amber? What the hell are you doing here? Don't you have the Lion Majestic show tonight? The show's done for tonight. I came over as soon as we finished. Snuck out. Probably did a crappy job with the makeup, but I was... Well, I just had to hurry. Don't worry about it. Oh, uh, Amber, this is Jimmy... Jimmy Amber. Pleased to meet you. I think I'm in big trouble, Will. I need help. Bad. And you've always been... What is it? I don't... Don't feel safe all exposed here. I mean, it's probably not... Is there somewhere we can talk? Hang on a sec. Yeah, yeah, of course. Just let me finish with... Jimmy... Oh, damn it. Hated ditching Will like that. He was trying to help, but I couldn't exactly get very far without my stuff. It wouldn't take long. I always keep my stuff together and pack light. I'd make it up to him later. Will wasn't really off base. 
I've been dodging a few people, most notably a semi-reformed Polish hood by the name of Victoria Solkovich. But I knew eventually that was going to bite me in the ass. Still, I figured if I could build up a decent bankroll, I'd have enough clout to at least get her to listen. Give me a chance to get back what I owed, and maybe put the rest of my life back on track. Robin. It's Jimmy. I know we didn't leave things... I mean, you know. And I, I know it's... Jesus, almost one in the morning right now. I'm sorry. I was just talking with an old friend, and... I just kind of wanted to hear your voice. Call me. Damn. Anyway, I was a bit up tonight, so it wasn't a total bust. And I'd probably get something from Big Mike. Maybe peeps, but I didn't have high hopes there. Hit one of the out-of-the-way spots before leaving town. Smaller stakes, but more likely off Victoria's radar. Chest, James! And welcome back, Mr. Creek, Mr. Watson. I see your trip to the casino floor has borne fruit. Victoria! Hey, I was just looking for you. Then I have made things easier for us both. I was so hoping you and me and my friends here could have a little chat. You've been listening to Jabberwocky Audio Theatre. Tonight's production, Quorum, The Gambler's Tale, Outstanding Debts, Episode 1 of 10. Produced by Jabberwocky Audio Theatre, in association with WERALP, Radio Arlington, 96.7 FM, Arlington, Virginia. Featured in the cast were Cameron McNary as Jimmy Harmon, James E. Lewis as Will Archer, Amy Tiber as Amber, Nick DePinto as the Drunk Cowboy, Skylar Atkins as the Cowgirl, Christopher Walker as Wilmer Crick, Alex Stinson as Watson, Mike Brunel, Yasmin Twizon, and William R. Coughlin as college students, and Lydia Kraniotis as Victoria Salkovich and the Poker Dealer, with Pete Papa George as Mr. King, Joel Snyder as Mr. Queen, Faith Potts as Ms. Rook, Anna Fitzgerald as Ms. Knight, Brian Crane as Mr. Bishop, Pete Papa George as the interrogator, and additional voices by Mike Bernal, Anna Coughlin, William R. Coughlin, Brian Crane, James E. Lewis, Bjorn Munson, Kevin Murray, and Yasmin Twizon. Recorded at Arlington Independent Media with supplemental recording at Tohu Bohu Productions in Burke, Virginia. Music by Brooks Tegler, with special thanks to The Creme, Moritat, and Don Lerman for providing supplemental music for this episode. For specific music information, see our show notes at jabberaudio.com. This week's episode was produced by Bjorn Munson, and written and directed by William R. Coughlin. For all the latest episodes and information on Jabberwocky Audio Theatre, visit jabberaudio.com. If you're enjoying Quorum and the other yarns we spin at Jabberwocky Audio Theatre, 
Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts or your podcast provider of choice. Check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash teamjabberwocky for exclusive content and to help us continue to bring you further tales of mysterious suspense and high adventure. Until next time, this is Marsha Renz saying thanks for listening, and tune in next week for the next episode of Quorum, The Gambler's Tale. All in pre-flop. And the flop is... Ace of hearts, three of spades, and five of spades. Next, the turn, two of clubs. In the river, six of diamonds. Hast thou slain the Jabberwock? Hey, Billy, why do you look so down? Aw, Dad, I got a computer, a PlayStation, and a barn full of iguanas, and I'm still bored. (sighs) Gee, Billy, when I was your age, I would read lots of stories in pulp magazines. Oh, with stories of weird adventure and fantasy, horror, satire, and lots of action. Wow, that sounds great, Dad. Yeah, I sure wish there was something like that right now. (laughs) There is, Daddy-O. Who are you? I'm Dr. Mary Von Roxbrocket, host of the Twisted Pulp Radio Hour. And now there's... Yeah? Twisted Pulp Magazine! (laughs) What's that, Doctor? Why, it is a return to greatness! Available on all your digital devices! That is what it is! Look! Whoa! Dad, this looks awesome! Exciting and, dare I say it, very unwholesome. You definitely have that right, my good man. Ha ha! Thanks, Dr. Mary! My pleasure, Billy. And just between you and me, I am not sure that this man is really your father. Bye! Dad? Uh, just read your Twisted Pulp magazine, Billy. Twisted Pulp magazine! Available! In dark alleyways behind meth labs everywhere. Or at digitalvaudeville.com. That is D-I-G-I-T-A-L-V-A-U-D-E-V-I-L-L-E dot com. 